What's up, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Raw Conversations, the podcast. Guys, I am so sorry for my inconsistency. Life happens, school, work, church, you know how it can go. But, you know, you don't stop, you keep pushing. So, picking up right where we left off, last week we had Ariel on talking about her experience studying culture as a Christian in university, right? And we heard some crazy things, some relative things, you know. So today I'm going to talk to Anika, um, my pastor, and hear her view on what, you know, she thinks Christians and culture and how we should uh, live or, or not live or just going to hear her views on the whole thing, Christians versus culture, you know. So, Anika, you heard Ariel's response to her experience studying arts as a christian what do you have to say to that if you know what what's your response to that well krista first of all thank you so much for asking me to be a part of your podcast i feel honored <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i heard what ariel said and um first off you know i want to say that i do know her mm-hmm. and I've, we've actually we have a drama group at our church and we've yes. actually done a bit of work with her as well she yes. actually helped us um in one of our productions you know and she's super talented and you know i admire her her drive and her passion for the mm-hmm. arts and mm-hmm. she really is passionate about it um now when it comes to some of the things that she was mentioning um things that she may have gotten involved in and um drawing that line it's a it's a tricky thing right yeah. it really is a tricky thing and she did say something that i agree with she said you know i cannot draw the line for you mm-hmm. and I, again i understand that i understand that um churches are actually very have a closed mind when it comes to these things yeah um and she said she went to a very religious church and so that made her i guess not feel comfortable enough to seek counsel you know for her so she did her own thing right which is not advisable (laughs) and you know just to say i mean we do have the holy spirit as a guide yes where men fail us we have the holy spirit he's real krista true and if we really sincerely want to do um the right thing we want to do god's will and we ask the Holy Spirit for guidance, He will definitely. How, you know, you might say, well, how the Holy Spirit going to guide me? He might send somebody to give you counsel. You might right. find yourself in listening to a message or something that would touch you, that would, you know, prompt you to say, whoa, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Maybe mm-hmm. this is, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, or He might lead you to the scripture because there's scriptures, you know, that, that can help True. us guide us along with these True. things as well. Um, so, you know, I heard her and her passion is what i think drove her to because she spoke about going to different countries getting involved with the culture, the culture. of each cu- country that she yeah. went through to and that kind of thing um my personal belief is that culture and christianity really do not mix that's me right, right? Yeah. um even in the bible we are warned not to be conformed to the world right. um we are always told to separate ourselves from the world and i mean every country uh, you know every region they have different cultures now there's certain aspects of our culture that we can't get away from so i'm not talking about maybe the way we talk the way we might dress right. the way we address one another we like to give pigong yeah. i think all that is part of our culture yeah, yeah, yeah. um 
that kind of thing it may not be the best thing but you know so we all kind of have aspects of our culture in us without even trying because we, we, we born and grew up in Trinidad right, right. Um, the biggest influence in Trinidad's culture is carnival yeah right so that is the biggest influence you see it in a lot of aspects of society without it being carnival time yeah you feel it you see it right the music gets you into a mood when the music i mean music is a serious thing when you play different genres of music mm -hmm. it changes your mood and yes, soca yeah <laughs> soca does something to you can't deny it krista true i went to a shopping the other day and the place that i went had a DJ, strange enough, it was a big shopping place, right? <laughs> they had a DJ, right? And um, he was playing old-time soca. Old-time mm. as in, well, I'm not that young, I'm not your age, mm. right? <laughs> um, he was playing this guy, Colin Lucas. Anybody who knows who Colin Lucas is will know this is a long time. Krista watching me confused because <laughs> she don't know who Colin Lucas is. <laughs> right? Which, which says that there's a certain, definitely an age gap here. <laughs> Anyway, and Taxi, there was a band called Taxi. Tell me you know about Taxi. No, oh I know a movie God. called Taxi. <laughs> wait, wait, is Taxi or Traffic? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's Traffic, it's Traffic. <laughs> anyway, they, they were playing these old songs and Calypso, Soka. Mm -hmm. And when I left there, it was they, I could have related to them because it was in the time where I wasn't really in Christ. I was, but I wasn't, right? Right. And when I left there, these, so I was in there. In fact, while I was there, I was fighting not to tap my foot and, you know, I, I, you know, and I'm like, and I was like, why do you have to be playing this, you know? And I'm like, love me, it, it is catchy. Mm -hmm. The soca is catchy, right? And mm -hmm. it was appealing to me because it was. It was probably the only time I ever listened to soca, right? Because it's not something that I normally listen to. Uh, but I left there thinking, music, this thing is so influential because the whole day mm -hmm. I was singing a particular song in my mind, right? About money. Ten cents, five cents, ten cents and dollar. Again, those of you who are in my age bracket will know the song. I just leave it there, right? But anyway, that the music, I think, affects our culture. Um, the way we dance to the music is part of our culture and people think it's normal because they encourage their children to do it so it's yeah. not only them yeah i as a child before my family was saved i was encouraged to wind wind down low yeah my day my mom but my parents clearing the center table mm -hmm. kind of time and mm -hmm. putting on music and saying go down go down oh god my god she got down yeah. right and i going down and this the proud is yeah. your, your daughter yeah. the wine, right that is trinidad culture mm -hmm. right the other part of it, maybe the costumes, which you know, yeah, it, it's it, they're artistic. No two ways about it, Crystal. Yeah. These band, um, band leaders, like the, the king and queen, queen and stuff. they're artistic. Yeah. Some of the costumes, they do look beautiful and yeah. it's art, no doubt about that. Yeah. But that is not what drives carnival. If we True. were to be honest with ourselves, Crystal, that is not what drives carnival. Yeah. It is about the fets, it's about the music, it's about the, the lust. Right? And so, when it comes to Trinidad culture, I'm a little bit, not a little bit, plenty. I stay away from it, from that aspect of it, carnival. Mm -hmm. And I don't see it necessary to be involved in any aspect of carnival yeah. or that aspect of Trinidad culture. Yeah. It, it has no relevance in my life. It, right. It's not going to influence me. I'm involved in theater. I guess we get to that. Yeah. 
it does not I don't need to draw anything from it I don't need to I, I didn't need to have studied culture Trinidad or uh, anything yeah to be able to successfully write a play right um, and have people entertained and also touched as well mm-hmm. um, and so I for me most aspects if not all of carnival is evil i think yeah. ariel said the opposite but that is my opinion right. um very little good that i can take away from it right so having directed a theatrical play um or two theatrical plays the last flight and isabella like how do you make it real or relevant but remain set apart and any final thoughts you may have on the topic i remember if, I, if I'm being honest, I remember feeling a bit inadequate when I started mm-hmm. to go out into the theatres and stuff because I knew that eventually the question would come up, well, where did you study theatre? Right. Right? I, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. And sure enough, it came up a few <laughs> times, right? Yes. And there were times in my past, not recently, where the, the thought might have come to mind, should I should I really study some aspect? Should I should I have some sort some piece of paper at least to show people maybe that it will give them more confidence yeah. in uh, my ability to mm-hmm. write and mm-hmm. to produce the act, that kind of thing. The thought came to mind. And there were a, there were a couple of times that I saw opportunities. One in particular and I think three members of the drama club came with me. Actually yeah, I'm lost as to who now. I can't remember but I know three I was not alone. Crystal Martin, my good friend, was one for sure. I can't remember who's the other one. Mm-hmm. There was this open forum at Napa, mm-hmm. and there was someone speaking on um, theater, and it was supposed to be to help with costuming and different things. This is when I started writing Isabella, and I needed, I realized wow. this play was much bigger than me. So I was like, you know what? Let me go and see what I could draw from, you know, right. I knew yeah, yeah, that yeah. it was a local thing, and I mm-hmm. tried, kind of knew what to expect. But Crystal, I am, I'm not exaggerating. We sat there and everything, first of all, the person thanked the universe when we started. We literally, sorry, they literally prayed to the universe, wow. right? And obviously, we didn't take part. Wow. And then started talking about a lot of mystical things and stuff. And I'm like, what does it if They were just taking so long to get into the, right? But long and short of it, by the end of the session, my mind was finally made up that I'm no longer ever going to seek any sort of inspiration from <laughs> anybody in Trinidad that deals with culture or arts because it's all based on the, the root of it is always carnival because that's yeah. what it came down to and I'm like I was sitting there and I'm like oh, I can't believe I, I get trapped in this you know yeah. but we, we sit it out and listen to the whole thing right um, but just to give a quick really quick history I started writing plays at my dad's church as a teenager mm-hmm. and people would always be always come, always come up to me i would not put much effort into it i would just say okay we're doing a play sunday school put something together yeah you said it you that but people would always be that was so good and i'm like really it was just a little play we put together right mm-hmm. and so i kept doing it and i actually wrote the last flight which was the first big one um 20 something years ago mm-hmm. right um, when that flight TW800 crashed, it's a real plane that crashed. Yeah. Um, 
and that had so much success when I did it 20 years ago that I wrote, rewrote it and added some more relevant things because obviously we can't come 20 years later with the same jokes and, <laughs> right? um, and it became a really big hit and so said so done um, people started asking questions so who is this production company right. where did they come from where did you learn um, a well-known um, studied. Uh, right. <laughs> that was also a common question. A very well-known um, writer, he writes columns in newspapers, came to, I think, the very first or second one we did in, in Central Bank. Right. And he himself is involved in theatre. Mm-hmm. And this is not a Christian. That We don't advertise as though it's a Christian play because I really am catering for the unsafe to come, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, very few Christians knew about it. And when he came... He was blown away. He devoted his column the next week to the play. His question to the person who he called to get tickets, they was part of the the drama team. Mm -hmm. They struck up a friendship. Mm -hmm. And his questions were, where did the actors and actresses study? Mm -hmm. Um, Where did I learn to write? Where did I learn to direct? Where he wanted to know, you know, where these, basically where these people came from and where they've been hiding. Yeah. And when she told him that nobody on the team ever <laughs> studied drama, the director never studied any bit of theatre, he was just, he was really, literally blown away mm. and became a very big supporter, mm-hmm. you know, after that. Um, but my inspiration, Krista, for The Last Flight and Isabella came from the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. nowhere else. Obviously, I took little bits from, so the story of Isabella is somebody this young lady who goes into the past present future right it started off it was going to be a kind of christmas scrooge thing right and it, the whole thing just switched but all i kept from the scrooge story was that aspect past, of it yeah, so yeah that she mm-hmm. ended up going into the so but everything else came from inspiration from the holy spirit right but what i would take away from it like hearing ariel's response and even because she mentioned um about musicians who may play in church but also play in events i think i think for me um where i would major the line with these things is like what is the root of it because as you said the root of most if not all of these cultural events is really satanic it's really yeah. it's it's really not it's, it's nothing to feed your spirit at all yeah um where some may argue like those who've seen Isabella may say well you all have a zombie scene in that yeah. right but we don't end on a hopeless note right. we still end on finding Christ in that you know and, and that's the I guess that's the root yeah. of it finding Christ because yeah. people go through these things yeah. I mean I was scrolling um, Instagram and a friend of mine who to me had an amazing testimony but I guess that in itself if you look back now there was a lot of doubt in her mind. She attempted suicide quite a few times. Mm. And each time it failed. Wow. And um, she recently posted that for her birthday, she played mass last year. And she, she made the statement that it was the most freedom that she's ever felt. So I'm like, okay, clearly there is some sort, and she, she went on to say other, say other things, but clearly, I mean, again, I wish Ariel was here, but um, there is even some sort of 
I don't know, I want to say belief that there is some sort of constraint when you don't experience these cultural events we holding like Christianity is holding you back from I don't know being free to experience these things and make your own judgments about it or whatever so that's not the case but <laughs> I will let you talk on it from I guess even a deliverance perspective yeah, even yeah perspective I'm glad you mentioned pastor. that with deliverance Krista mm-hmm. um, when we started doing deliverance at our church um, one of the most common demonic beings that we would encounter when mm-hmm. praying for people would be Bacchus. Mm-hmm. And when we started, I'll be honest, we were maybe novices. This mm-hmm. is a year, years ago, right? We were novices. And we would discover who Bacchus was and where Bacchus came from. And in most cases, it's from carnival or being involved in some sort of carnival mm-hmm. activity. Mm-hmm. There was one particular young lady who was not playing mass. We bounced a Bacchus when praying for her. Wow. She was not playing mass. She was helping someone with costuming wow. for carnival, and wow. that's how she became possessed with Bacchus, right? Wow. And Bacchus is bacchanal, and that's a spirit of you know carnival, basically. Um, another one went up. She's a believer, mm. um, and just say, you know what? Just like your friend said, you know what? I just, I just want to experience it, and she went to Wicked in White. That was a popular party. I don't know if they still have it. This years ago. Mm-hmm. And she went to the party and came back home with a demon, right? Bacchus. Um, and we bounced up Bacchus over and over again. Mm. Reason being, it is a big part of our culture. Yeah. And even, Christian, yeah, even yeah. Christians think that certain aspects of carnival is acceptable. Your friend took it another level. They actually played mass. Now, the Bible is clear about the world and the things of the world. And if you allow the world. Now, if you are telling me that you don't see carnival as something associated with the world, yeah. then I'd question a lot of things about your walk with yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's I don't think any Christian would be honest with you know with who is being honest would say that carnival is not a worldly event and that if there's anything I could call being of the world, mm-hmm. it is carnival. Mm-hmm. And we know as believers what the Bible says about the about the world that if you are friend first one, many. If you are friend of the world, you're enemy of God. Love Please. not the world, not the things of the world. All that is in the world Please. is the loss of the flesh, the loss of pride, of life. The, mm-hmm. Right? There's in the world, there's no good thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh gosh, yes, we live in now. All the police again. <laughs> if you want to come and see my where I'm coming from, my thinking, come and see the plays. Actually, we, no, I don't. I was gonna try. I'm <laughs> gonna try another plug in here. I'll, but I'll post it on the page. I'll post it on the page. They're actually very limited oh, in space. Oh, okay. All right. So okay, I wouldn't okay. even bother. Right? Okay. I'm actually thinking about going out in an auditorium and doing last flight because okay. so many people asking me. I was like, you know what? I might just do that. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, Christianity. Um, your friend is making it sound in that Instagram post as though the world is where the freedom is and in church or in Christ is where you're in bondage and where you're not right. free and where you're not yep. happy. Yep. That is such a deception. Yeah. That is somebody who has not really ever experienced the love of God. That's yeah. all I could say. Yeah. Because if you have really encountered God and His love and the freedom that you find in Him, you'd realize that there's nothing in the world that could ever, mm-hmm. crystal, satisfy you like the love of God, like yeah. finding yourself in Christ. Um, people always ask the question, what Christians do for fun? I could tell you it's easier for me to answer. <laughs> it's easier for me to answer what we don't do for fun. We don't uh, sin. Yeah. That's all we don't do. We yeah. don't sin. Yeah. Anything else. Yeah. Right? 
um, you would come to, to my place and laugh, cry, you'd be shocked, you'd be, it's entertaining, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it is serious ministry. Yeah. So we find a, they call that, a compromise, I don't even want to use the word compromise, compromise yeah. um, without, without going over the line, we are able to draw all types of people in, yeah. from all backgrounds, all religions, all ages, yeah. and that is because um, I don't have the mindset of, well, okay, you know what, as Christians, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do... You know what I mean? And at the same time, I know that I'm being led by the Holy Spirit. And yeah. so that gives me freedom. Yeah. You see the questions that maybe Ariel was asking, like the line and how far, and I don't know. I don't want to sound like that. Okay, I, I know. Hear why I know, Krista. Mm-hmm. I am being led by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. That I know, I'm sure of. Alright guys, so thank you so much Onika. I want to say thank you to Ariel as well. Um, this topic guys, we barely scratched the surface for this topic. It can go it can go on. Um, maybe in the future when we have a little longer podcast, we'll have both persons together and we can really hash out the ideas and the thoughts on it concerning Christians and culture. So stick with me guys. I'm hoping to do a podcast for next week, but we'll see how that goes. I have assignments due. Those of you who are studying right now know that this is exam and assignment season. But we'll see how it goes, you know. So, see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. Later.